Fresh Art International presents conversations about creativity in the 21st century. Kathy. Can Good morning, John. How are you? Yes. I'm great. I'm great. Loud and clear coming in to you from Paris. Woo. So sweet. I know. It's great to be back here. I've spent a lot of time in Paris, but this trip, I feel really excited about the little discoveries I'm making just spontaneously meeting amazing people in just this very compressed time. Well, I don't know about compressed because so, we've missed you here in South Florida. You've been out quite some time. <laughs> well, for Paris, it's a very short time, but because I've met so many people along the way, they have introduced me to people that I need to meet while I'm here. And I've had three studio visits in two days and seen museum shows and eaten a crepe and had a dinner party. And <laughs> it's just been super fun. Doing the whole Parisian thing, I'm assuming. Yes. I am in the studio of an artist named Haitham Zakaria from Tunisia. And his studio space is in the shadow of the Centre Georges Pompidou, this monumental exhibition space that has the most amazing contemporary art projects and an archive of contemporary art. It's huge and exciting to explore. That's fantastic. And so... I mean, if, if you can uh, sort of tell us a little bit, I know uh, for those listeners who are not up to par on what we've been doing and what Kathy's been uh, doing, she's been traveling, uh, she's in Europe, has been in Europe for a good, what, uh, almost two months now? or? Yeah, six weeks. Six weeks, and uh, just, uh, you know, contemporary art to the max is pretty much a, a good <laughs> description <laughs> on how I to... I think you're right. Yeah, how to describe your travels. And uh, last last show we spoke to you, you were in you were in Berlin, but we aired a Norway uh, contemporary art, I guess, show that you put together. For those of you guys who missed it, you can go to her website, Fresh Art International, and uh, and check it out. Today, though, we'll be chatting about Berlin. That's right. That's right. Berlin was an amazing time for me. I got to spend two whole weeks in one place and just kind of live there and discovered all kinds of cool spaces and places and people that I have shown some on uh, freshartinternational.com. You can see a, a photo gallery of some of the experiences, but like I said, I recorded ambient sound, I recorded performances, I recorded uh, voices and conversation. And these artists and curators also shared sounds that they'd created that are part of the show that's going to be really a great listen. I'm excited. So um, I'm actually, it, it's, it's really, really exciting. Uh, uh, it, it's funny in a way because I've been looking at a lot of pictures from Berlin, especially the stuff that you've sent me. Obviously, uh, you know, you could tell that it's such a a really cool uh, city. You know, there's so much happening, right? I guess, I guess after those the, the walls came down, these people were like, you know, so oppressed. Everyone just kind of had to let it out, correct? Yeah, and 
and there it's just a huge international community there and it's there are artists everywhere you you hear all sorts of languages all different kinds of people living close together and there are the vestiges of the wall along the way uh, in some of the places that I share on this show Mauer Park is one it's a famous gathering space for Sundays. Uh, it has a flea market. It has a huge stage for karaoke on the hillside that has a huge gathering every Sunday afternoon. And then all these pop-up performance projects, bands, reggae, rock. There were people called the Pots and Pans Band, I think. I saw <laughs> You're that. You're going to hear them. Yeah. <laughs> What is it, pot and, noise or something like that? Yeah, they're using, like, they're actually using buckets, like you would put a paint in, big paint buckets upside down as percussion, percussive instruments. And it's pretty fascinating what people are making music with there. One stop I made that you inspired me to make, John, was Oye Record Store. You told me about it and you said I should stop by and I had a fantastic conversation with the owner Marcus Linder and you'll hear that today. I'm that excited. was very special. Kathy, I lost sleep over that. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was talking about really, it this morning. Oh good. I'm glad. I'm glad because he was so cool and you will hear us talk about Oye Record Store has its own guard dog like Pepe. Woo, sitting, uh, sitting next I to me know. right now. He's guarding me. Uh-huh. So you are going to meet or hear about him, although I don't have the noise of him barking at me when I came in the door. Uh, he's not He's not Pepe's cousin, I don't think. <laughs> the lineage. Yes, but the record store is Oye Records, like Oye Como Va. Yeah, that's, uh, it's impressive. It's actually... Very cool to see how far one of those, uh, I guess, Cuban expressions can get. You know, it's like, wow, they're in Berlin. I know. And the really cool thing you'll be hearing is about the vinyl culture of Berlin, which I'm sure will be of great interest to the DJs and hosts of all the shows on the independent stations in Miami and around the world that are listening because they're talking about the resurgence of African, African uh, music. music from Africa Correct. that is being uh, inspiring all kinds of performances and shows, you know, just radio shows and dance spaces. And you'll hear one of them, at least one. One other highlight of the show, you'll be hearing from a guru of music in Berlin and around the world named Satch Hoyt. And he has in his head of the history of the music from Africa and how it has made its way into all different cultures and all different genres of music. And he's going to be doing a radio show called From slave ship to spaceship on this pop-up radio station that will be opening in uh, on the 17th for three weeks in berlin in a space called savvy contemporary and you'll hear more about that in the show but i just wanted to point out a couple of things that i think people will really want to hear he 
shared one of his original compositions with me and we're playing an excerpt as part of the show that is right at the heart of the show and i know you're going to love hearing it i'm excited i'm thinking wow all these all this the teaser material that we have going on here kathy uh is very very exciting and i'm sure the uh, listeners are as pumped as i am and as pumped as you were or are uh to produce it and to put it together for the lovely listeners huh yeah, absolutely. And today I did a, a studio visit with here in Paris with an artist who is a legend in France and far beyond as well, named Orlan. It's capital O, capital R, capital L, capital A, capital N, Orlan. And she, uh, if everyone does a little search, they will see how radical her work has been. But she's also, she's done a ton of work in technology since, well, for at least 40 years now. And including her newest venture is into video games. And she's just super fascinating. Also in music, she's composed, she's performed, and we'll be sharing that. I have to say the whole conversation was in French. So I'm going to have to be creative about how I give uh, our mostly English-speaking listeners access to the content of our conversation beyond the sound, uh, it's going to be a challenge. <laughs> wow. Um, quick question. How was your, uh, your experience uh, in speaking, uh, well, I guess language barrier-wise, in Berlin? Berlin was fine. You know, actually... French was my major and German was my minor in school, uh, in college, but I used it some, I, every, a lot of people speak English. It's sort of the universal language. Those of us who are born speaking it are really lucky because it's, it's, it's a language that is spoken so widely in the world now that we're understood almost everywhere we go. Correct. Uh, which is a little too easy in a way. Uh, doesn't encourage Americans uh, definitely to take advantage of learning a language. But mm. I'm a witness and, uh, you know, I have personal experience that having a second language of French has opened a tremendous amount of doors for me and uh, the artists that I'm with right now and Orlan, uh, both of those people I wouldn't be able to understand their work if I as well if I didn't speak French so all those listeners who are hesitating about learning a second language hesitate no more just do it it can be a little challenging the older you get it's true uh, I do love Spanish so I'm like I'm lucky to be in Miami where I'm doing that skill um, and I know that's a language you're fluent in too. It sure does open doors, doesn't it, John? Absolutely, absolutely, it it, it does. Uh, it's actually, in my opinion, it's taken for granted here in uh, South Florida. I mean, being the abundance of a uh, of so many uh, bilingual uh, folks. Um, but anyway, I think you'd definitely appreciate it the more you go abroad and maybe a little deeper into the U.S. itself. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, so yeah, I'm in my fifth country, in my sixth week of travel, and I'll be flying back to Miami tomorrow evening. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Oh boy, we're in for Feels a treat. Kind of odd. It's an odd thought. <laughs> it, it, it sure is. I'm, I'm sure uh, you're probably so used to uh, the European ways. Now you're going to have to come back to the U.S. and tip. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's true. It won't be included automatically. Exactly. You know, uh, but that's fun. I mean, I'm, I'm sure the stories that you'll have in in person are going to be uh, a whole lot more exciting than over the phone. Although the phone is, a re- is as real as it gets, right, Kathy? That's right. I'm so happy we've been able to do this, and I appreciate it. Uh, it's been great to talk to you every couple of weeks and keep connected with Miami along the way. And thank you again for sharing the sounds of art and culture from Berlin today. That's, absolutely, absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to listen to this. And we're going to definitely welcome you here in the uh, U.S. as soon as you get here. We're, I mean, I think next week we'll rebroadcast this show, and then the week after you'll be in again, and, uh, and we'll be back to normal. That's right. I can't remember what our next show will be. It might be a trip to Fat Village Ooh. in Fort Lauderdale. So, Fort Lauderdale. Uh, but that's definitely on the agenda. If it's not the next live show, it's coming this month. Fantastic. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get into the uh, the Berlin episode, or like I like to tra- uh, call it, I called it the Berlin Travels episode, which is, uh, I think, a very cool thing, and uh, I'm sure all the listeners are really going to enjoy this. Uh, Kathy, all your past ones have been fantastic, and this this one's just going to top it off. I wanted to oh, ask it will, you... It will, it will, because it's got vinyl all over it. All over it. <laughs> Woo! All right. Um, I wanted to ask you real quick, uh, when will you give us a recap on the, uh, on the French, uh, episode? When will this, uh, be aired? Uh, I, you know, I don't know yet. I, I've just, I'm kind of going to get back into Miami, uh, seeing some, but I will probably alternate for the next few months so that I can share, uh, other experience I've had in Germany outside Berlin Correct. And then, of course, Paris, uh, which is going to be super fun to share. Absolutely. Uh, so it'll it'll come in the next over the next few months. Fantastic. Well, looking forward to hearing uh, all that, and um, and I'm sure listeners, if you guys want to go ahead and listen to the past episodes, you can do it at freshartinternational.com. Kathy Bird here, the traveling art persona here in Miami. I have to say, you know. Uh, we're very happy that you're doing this and, uh, thank you so much for sharing the experiences with us here in Miami and, uh, for the listeners around the world. Thank you, John. And I'll, I'll see you next week. See you next week, Kathy. Enjoy. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Fresh Art International presents conversations about creativity in the 21st century. This is Fresh Art International. I'm Kathy Bird. Today, I take you to explore the sounds of contemporary art and culture in Berlin. Everyday life here is filled with sonic experiences. Church bells outside the window of my flat in the Neukölln district. Sundays in Mauer Park, site of a wildly popular flea market, karaoke, and pop-up music performances. 
And a few blocks from our park, a narrative memorial on Bernardstrasse is just one trace of the dark time after World War II when political forces erected a closely guarded wall that divided families and communities in East and West Berlin for almost 30 years. Some paid with their lives as a result. The destruction caused when the Berlin Wall was built... Today, the local embrace of diverse lifestyles and cultures is evident year-round, but especially during the Carnival of Cultures. One day, I happened on the parade and captured the sound of an intense group of drummers. These are just a few of the sounds embedded in the life of this city. Next, I'll be sharing the sounds of contemporary culture-making in Berlin. It's only natural that I should begin with radio. One of the reasons I've come here is to meet the curators and artists involved in Savvy Funk, a pop-up radio station that will broadcast special programming for three weeks during the 14th iteration of the International Contemporary Art Exhibition, known as Documenta. We introduced the radio program in the Fresh Art International episode I recorded on Skype with one of the program curators, Marcus Gamel. I get to meet Marcus in person at Deutschland Funk Kultur, German's public broadcasting station in the district known as Schönberg. Here, he's the curator of Klangkunst, the weekly public radio sound art program. I have to tell you, I always thought that Deutschland Funk, when you told me to come here, that you're sending me to the funky station. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, that's what we are. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, actually, uh, Funk uh, in German simply means broadcast. Um, so it comes from the word Funken, which means spark. And obviously, the, the very first transmitters, they were working with sparks. Um, so, so that's how this word got associated with radio. And actually, many, um, many broadcasting words in German are around Funk. So Rundfunk, uh, and Rundfunksender is a radio station. Um, so this word is really deeply attached to, to this practice. But, of course, we also speak about funk and like funky music, and uh, so this wordplay was uh, very easily at hand there for the, for the project. And we were talking in our last conversation about the fact that the station at Savvy Contemporary here in, in Berlin is going to be called Savvy Funk. Exactly. So for me, it was funky station yeah, from sure. a contemporary art space that's a laboratory. Sure. It's really been a triangle between Bonaventure Subijeng Dikung of Documenta, um, Elena Agudio of Savvy Contemporary and me. So the three of us have, have pulled um, artists together or I mean there were many names that were just kind of natural that the three of us immediately had, had on the list uh, and and then we, we tried to, to put this roster together um, in order to kind of unite different perspectives. Um, one is really coming from 
let's say in the largest largest sense post-colonial approach to art exhibition that is very much cherished at Savvy, where they always try to um, encompass many perspectives from around the world around a particular topic and um, this is something we also try to do as much as we can um, at Deutschland Funkkultur but um, we don't always have the contacts around the world and Sevi does so there was a very great partnership there so this is this is really one background to the choice of artists and the other is really experimental radio making you know there's there's many artists who have a, a long career in in that realm and uh, these worlds now get to make a program together. I know you curate the sound art program here. The sound program is uh, embedded in the radio drama and documentary department. Um, so it's really about producing art, audio art for radio. Um, and in this particular case, it means um, producing with sound. So there may be spoken text, um, but it's not in the foreground usually. This is what happens in the radio drama slots where there's a long tradition in Germany to, to work really with also literary uh, or theatrical language in, in radio. In my slot it's about telling stories in the largest sense of the word through sound. So yeah, you may have spoken text but many times in languages you wouldn't necessarily understand but mostly you have noises, musical sounds, field recordings, foley effects, uh, more conceptual pieces, silence. Uh, so all this uh, goes into uh, the making of these programs. And what I do is that I commission usually like 10 to 15 pieces per year that are me being made particularly for that slot that then I premiere and since it's a weekly show um, the other programs are rebroadcasts uh, of older pieces or then um, productions from other radio stations around Europe actually or the world because uh, since there's no spoken text you don't need any translation so you can, it can really circulate internationally. Here's an excerpt from a new work that Berlin-based musician and artist Satch Hoyt wrote for Sonic Shadow to introduce the Documenta 14 and Deutschland Funkkultur partnership in the Documenta radio program. The title of this 42-minute piece is All Lives Matter, from Slave Ship to Spaceship.
Disco Train. Nima Cloud. Spiritual name. Tuition. Composer, arranger, harpist, pianist, organist, and synthesizer player. Born in Detroit. To a deep musical family. Her mother played piano and sang in the local Baptist church. Turia moved to Paris in 59 to study jazz with the legendary pianist Bud Powell. Upon her return to the USA, she joined Bible Council. John Coltrane's band. Thank you. 
sound of Berlin-based artist Satch Hoyt making music with his group Sonic Shadow. Satch is one of the hosts for Savvy Funk, the pop-up radio station that will broadcast for three weeks out of the space Savvy Contemporary in Berlin. Well, let's talk about specifically what you're getting yourself into. You were talking about at Savvy oh, Funk. Yeah. yeah. At Savvy Funk. Two hour show every day for three weeks. Yeah, from June the 17th to July the 8th, a daily two hour slot, prime time. My intern tells me I've got prime time, which I think is from 9 to 11. My program is called Unpacking Sonic Migrations from Slave Ship to Spaceship. So it will be this survey of, you know, music from, musics from the continent of Africa and the diaspora. You know, and also um, other other musicians that I feel have also borrowed or been inspired by that. That list included Alice and John Coltrane, Fela Kuti, Madlib, Bala Congolese beats. I'm going to feature a lot of um, Alice Coltrane. She was really amazing. Um, God, I mean, I just like, I've been, my head is just so full of like all the stuff. And then there's a lot of like Latin stuff that I want to play as well, because I mean, the, the root of Latin music is Africa, you know? So, I mean, you've got people like Eddie Palmieri, Celia Cruz, Tito Puente, Mungo Santa Maria, Barreto. You know, you've got, you've got all of these like amazing musicians and their music is quintessentially African. Right. You know, I mean, it's just like, it's just the sonicity that's come out of that continent and still coming out of it is just so powerful. Do you have one example we could listen to and just talk about? So what would you like to hear? Um, what, something Latin or, or, or uh, Alice Coltrane? You pick.
called The Creator Have a Master Plan, and it's by Pharaoh Sanders. And I think it's from 69. And um, Pharaoh Sanders on tenor sax, Leon Thomas on vocals, Julian Priester, sorry, Julius Watkins on French horn, um, Lonnie, Lonnie Liston Smith, yeah. Reggie Workman on bass. Billy Hart on drums, Nathaniel Betts percussion, James Spalding, oh, James Spalding flute. But it's a great album, highly recommended. It's very cool. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's very spiritual. You, you know, can still it, get it? Yeah, you can still get it, yeah. Still yeah, it's still fine. Yeah, it's quite a classic, really. Yeah. I'm saying that, I think it is. Um, and also another, another, that, another album I'd be featuring is, um, is um, Alice Coltrane, Journey in Sachi Tananda, which is a... Um, which is an album which I always recommend to people, especially if they don't really know anything about jazz. You're going to be playing some of the early field recordings too. Yes, I am. Yeah, so folkways. I've got quite a lot of folkway stuff and various different, you know, recordings from Nigeria and the Congo. Um, I've got a, a very old album, uh, vinyl, Nonsuch, which is Chokwe, um, Sansa. And balafone music, so yeah, I'll be I'll be playing that as well. But it's you know it's going to be this like massive survey for me. That's why I'm just like you see this piles of CDs around, you know. So it's you know you can't. Some people I notice that, and especially like with like college radios, they just like play a whole album. You know, I mean that's kind of easy, isn't it? Just to play a whole album, but to actually try to constantly weave tapestries. You know, even if it's like hour-long tapestries, you know, it's just nice to have this, uh, yeah, dynamics, you know, and variation. And um, I guess that, you know, it, the initial idea is pretty daunting, right? Like three weeks of music, you know, two hours a day. But then when you start going through stuff, you know, I mean, yeah. You actually, when, and when you're talking about an actual history, you know, which I'm trying to do, I'm trying to, you know, you know, um, present the history from a sonic perspective, you know, it's the, the embodiment of sound. Um, yeah, you've got you've to be on your toes. When I leave Satch Hoyt's studio, I hop on a bus and head to Savvy. The art space is situated in a complex of buildings that was once a crematorium. It's a beautiful day in Berlin, so I meet curator Elena Agudio in the Garden Cafe just outside. Tell me about the space where this is taking place. Bonaventura saw Bejan Dikung, uh, founded the space, and he felt the urgency to uh, create some space uh, metaphorically and physically, to, to discuss and to give voice to people that were uh, falling outside of the Western canon. So uh, people that were not the white males that are always um, fitting to the categorizations of, uh, that, that have been built by the Western Academy and the Western uh, system, let's say. So he invited, he started to um, to build a discourse and a program that was reflecting on the global south. Uh, so of course on uh, many African uh, participants, uh, many people from Latin America or from the Southeast Asia, 
But in general, of course, uh, our approach is not geographical. Bonaventure is one of the curators of this documenta, of Documenta 14, and uh, he's the initiator of the whole Documenta 14 radio project. So we were discussing about the possibilities of involving Savi uh, in, in the project, and at the end we did the most radical thing that even Documenta didn't dare to do, and we realized this crazy program of doing for 22 days a 24-hour-a-day radio station. I think it's amazing. It's the first time I've seen uh, an exhibition make radio a curatorial platform. And that's, of course, what I love. That's what I'm doing. So I found my people over here in Germany, and that's why I wanted to meet you. Yeah, amazing. Actually, our statement is really that radio, this radio is a work of art. So uh, absolutely, we are finding ourselves uh, in a dialogue with that. Um, in, during the project, we are also going to show some artworks, but to really make the public, our public, understand that the central uh, and the most important contribution and what we are understanding as the show is the radio show. So we're calling these uh, installations that we're going to have in the, in the gallery, we're calling them footnotes to the radio show. The spaces of Savi Contemporary will be open daily from 9.30 a.m. till midnight um, and will invite people and public to enter and uh, experience the making of the radio show so they can easily come in, listen to uh, the radio while it's been uh, the program while it's being broadcast uh, and at the same time they can meet the artists when they are done with their show, they can talk to them, uh, they can uh, lie down on our uh, chairs or on the floor and really understand our space as a sort of a chambre sonore, as, as a music box, a, a sound box. Uh, and feel the effects of the embodiment of sound and try to uh, do a collective act of critical listening. Who do you think will come for this experience? As always, we're keeping our doors open. We're not even asking an entrance fee, so anybody is invited. Of course, usually uh, people that are showing up are people that are uh, very much into the art world, uh, but at the same time, we all, we're always very careful to bring in a very intersectional public. So we want also people from different disciplines, people from different social classes, people from different, uh, um, yes, positions. And is that typical of what Savvy attracts? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. That's very crucial for us. Why don't we talk about a few of the artists who are doing programs for the radio station. We're very much interested in understanding the political um, and also the poetical side of sound and also how radio can really work as a means of resistance. And which of the shows are really carrying that theme more than others? Leo Asemota um, is going to reflect on also on the theoretical aspects of radio making, but 
as a Nigerian artist uh, who has always been working on uh, decolonization and um, radical approaches, uh, for sure, such oid. Um, I met Ogut. I met Ogut, for sure, yes, because he's doing this uh, Piraten Center, uh, a radio that is going to focus on uh, human rights, uh, that is going to focus on uh, how to um, navigate the crazy German bureaucratic system, the possibility of empowering refugees or migrants that just arrived in Berlin. So really a very practical tool as well. I really yeah. want to hear more about the South Africa. Yeah, the two artists are Anna Raimondo and Younes Baba Ali. Uh, they are based in Brussels, uh, but Younes Baba Ali is Moroccan and they are living actually in between uh, uh, Morocco and, and Belgium. Um, South Africa is a show uh, that they are doing here at Savi Contemporary as Saud Radio, and Saud Radio is an archive, an ongoing archive of sound art that was initiated probably, I don't know exactly, I, th I would say 2010 in, uh, in Marrakesh, um, because Yunus uh, um, Baba Ali himself is a sound artist, so they started to catalogizing the sound artist uh, within Morocco, and then the project grew and grew, and it became um, really an archive, an open archive, with uh, also contributions uh, uh, that you can listen to in, in, in the website uh, of sound artists from the Global South in general. And also it is a group that is uh, often invited to different radios to broadcast, so they do radiophonic projects in general. But it's, it's both a project and an archive. And what do you hope that will come of this radio program for Savvy and the way Savvy will look forward to the future? We always understood sound as a fundamental um, stream of, of our program, so we can't understand art without sound, without music, without speech, without all the possible embodiments of what sound is. So for us, uh, it's, uh, it's yeah, a big step further, of course, uh, in saying it loud, but at the same time, uh, it's a continuation. Ahmed Ogut, an artist based in Berlin and Amsterdam, takes on radio for the first time in the show he hosts for Savvy Funk. Though he'll be inviting guests to talk about serious subjects, he vows to approach his show with a sense of humor. He sets the tone with the jingle you just heard. The name of your show is Piratensender, yeah. which I understand means pirate radio. German meaning, yeah, the, the translation can be various ways when you say German. 
English is too direct. And I like that uh, when we say radio, we understand. So not only the, the, the refer it as a practice, but as conception. But it's actually about a program that brings people who are linked to institutions. Maybe they have a lot of individual efforts uh, for uh, counter, uh, you know, part of counterculture somehow, but today's counterculture. Uh, but they are linked to organizations and institutions because they are into, they are linked to the collective, uh, you know, struggles and collaborations somehow. And that's that's why I'm more interested. Uh, instead of interviewing uh, artists who have single practices, I would uh, interview people uh, who think like artists, counter-creative practices, let's say. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> So that's why we have lawyers, activists, uh, all kinds of people, uh, or uh, campaigners. Uh, I was reading this, uh, broadcasters, social culture workers, musicians, subcultural urban groups, feminists, groups concerned with human rights. Every day it will be changing. You will see, it's first time I'm doing radio. If his first program is an indication, Ahmed Ogud will be an entertaining radio host. He plans to introduce his first guest, a scientist who researches dark matter, with the sound of French space disco from the 1970s. Music and sound are core source material for many culture makers. And vinyl is core to today's global music culture. I visit Oye Record Store in the district known as Nukun, one of the many vinyl shops where local DJs go for inspiration. Here's where I meet owner Marcus Thunder. Yeah, this store, the second store is now going for four years. Uh, the first one is now for 15 years in Berlin. And tell me what we're listening to right now, that you were just telling me what a fabulous uh, yeah, this find is, this is for yeah, people this, that want to play vinyl. Yeah, this is like an 80s Afro reissue from Dennis Mbunga and Paul Kay. It's called the Criola EP. And uh, there's this uh, label Music From Memory. Uh, they are from uh, Netherlands and they're releasing or reissuing like a lot of great music new. We never heard about that. So, um, so this is from 80, uh, 1984 actually, and it sounds really kind of 
wavy disco, but with this like typical Afro groove. It's an amazing record, and it's like one of the best sellers right now here at the store. You know, and uh, yeah, it's like that's that's the good thing about wine. You know, you know, you can discover old music and new music. You never, you know, you had the chance to listen to. You know, when you don't research like online or uh, when you go to the record store. You know, that's the best chance to discover new music or old music. I was noticing ever since I've been here, the vinyl culture of Berlin is yeah. really significant. Totally. I mean, we have so many record stores. I think like maybe 200 record stores, and uh, and also like a lot of bars and clubs. So the technical setup for vinyl DJs is really good. It's, I think it's the best in the world because when you, for example, when you go to London, England, sometimes you have really shitty uh, turntables or it's like really fucked up. So it's like no chance to play vinyl, proper vinyl on. A, You know, that's like going really good for you when you want to play vinyl because it's still the best sound you can get quality-wise. So, um, but in Berlin, it's like it's perfect. Every club has a proper proper sound system and also like proper setup for vinyl DJs. So we can be really, we are really lucky with that, yeah. Yeah, and you were saying that this store, the smaller of your two stores, is mostly frequented by local DJs. Yeah, like when it, that's the reason why we started this store because most of the local DJs they moved from uh, Prenzlauer Berg or Mitte to this area because it was way cheaper. We have like a lot of expats, you know, like from all over Europe and now all over the world, like coming to this area. You were saying also you you guys distribute yeah. music here? Yeah, we, we like we're doing like for I don't know like 20 labels. So we do mostly dance music and uh, but also like kind of jazzy stuff, jazzy, uh, crowd rocky and also like new disco and oriental. We like working close with uh, local artists and DJs. So we are all like DJs and, and you know making music and so everything is like really close connected. So we are connected to the club scene and to the producers and labels. So it's kind of a, like the full program in, in music uh, industry. You pronounce it Oye Records? Yeah, it's Oye. It's like Spanish. It's like uh, it's uh, translate. It means like listen to. Right. Oye. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Got Oye it. Va. It's like you know the most it's famous track. Oye como va. That's right. Yeah. Oye como va. Yeah. Well, in Miami, people I will mean, get it. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> They will. And what's the name of the dog that comes with this place? Sorry? The dog that comes the with dog, this place. The dog is Spencer, the grumpy dog. The that's, grumpy dog. Yeah, that's Spencer. Okay, that's well, Spencer. we have a dog named Pepe at oh, okay. Jolt Radio, and oh, okay. he's not grumpy at all. He's yeah. fave of all the guests on the show. Oh, okay, nice But one. your dog did bark at me when it came out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, he's like, this is, he's, he thinks he's the boss here, territory. you know? Yeah, this is territory. Yeah. At Oye Record Store, Marcus and I talk about the gentrification in Berlin that led him to open his second record shop in Neukölln, one of the districts at the fringe of rapid urban development that seems to be engulfing the city. In fact, real estate investment is a widely shared challenge around the world, something I've witnessed or experienced personally in almost every city where I've lived and traveled. Berlin is no exception. An exhibition that just opened here is dedicated to the subject. The Real Estate Show at Kunstfunk Berlin in the Mitte District features more than 60 artists. Artist curator Matthias Meyer brought them together to comment on the situation. 
Antje Majewski is one of the participating artists. In Berlin's wedding district, where she lives, she witnessed the struggle between nature and culture on the land that lies just opposite her apartment, land that was a thriving community garden for more than 40 years. In a 20-minute video representing a year-long narrative of her 2016 work, Locus Amunus, that's Latin for an idyllic place, we see workers level the community garden to make way for a self-storage facility. In the months that follow, before construction begins, we watch as nature reclaims the space, how birds and insects return to the wild growth of native and cultivated flowers, berries, plants, trees, and even volunteer vegetables. Within the soundtrack, you'll hear how Brazilian musician Kaiki Bo celebrates the joy and hope in this triumph of nature.
This is Fresh Art International. I'm Kathy Bird. Today we share just a few of our encounters with contemporary art, performance, radio, music, and exhibitions in Berlin. All link the past and present through sound. It's a thrill to watch and listen as these culture makers take full advantage of the sonic experience in art. For more information about these encounters, visit Fresh Art International. You'll find over 100 listening experiences anywhere you go for podcasts. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more contemporary art talk.